Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from May 5th to May 11th, 2014. Vulnerability activity for the period declined. Vendors continued to address the Heartbleed vulnerability and new Adobe and Apache Struts vulnerabilities. Microsoft and Adobe released advanced notifications for their monthly security advisories for May 13th. Microsoft, HP, and multiple ICS SCADA vendors released updates for the Heartbleed vulnerability as vendors continued to investigate their products and release security advisories and software updates. Apache released security advisories and software updates for an Apache Struts Cookie Interceptor Remote System Information Modification Vulnerability and an OGNL Code Evaluation Command Execution Vulnerability. These vulnerabilities impact multiple versions of Apache Struts 2. IBM released security advisories and software updates for multiple vulnerabilities in AIX, Endpoint Manager, iNotes, Security Access Web Manager, Tririga Application Platform, and WebSphere. Cisco released a security advisory for the Cisco WebEx recording format and advanced recording format players. Additional new vulnerabilities were reported in Bind, Ruby on Rails, Kaspersky Internet Security Manager, OAuth, and OpenID. Spam and phishing activity highlights for the period are new voicemail and voice message spam, providing a link to review the message, which takes users to a malicious website. Microsoft and Adobe released the advanced notifications for their monthly security bulletins to be released on May 13th. Microsoft announced it will release eight security bulletins impacting Microsoft Windows, server software, productivity software, Microsoft Office, and the .NET framework, with two of the security bulletins rated critical by Microsoft. Adobe released the pre-notification security advisory for Adobe Reader and Acrobat that will address vulnerabilities in these products for Windows and Macintosh. Multiple organizations and vendors released threat and vulnerability security intelligence reports to provide metrics and analysis of recent periods. IntelliShield published 133 events last week that included 98 new events and 35 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. For more information, visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, Orange reported a second breach that could impact 1.3 million customers. Orange reported that they had delayed the notification while investigating the breach. The investigation indicates that users' names, email addresses, mobile and fixed telephone numbers, service provider names, and dates of birth may have been compromised. The report also states that no financial information was compromised. Bitly, which is a URL shortening service, released an announcement that account credentials had been compromised. While they stated there was no indication of account compromises, Bitly reset all user passwords and invalidated all Twitter and Facebook credentials, forcing users to set new passwords on these accounts and connections. While the breaches themselves are serious and the investigations and notifications continue, like most breaches and compromises, these attacks put the customers at high risk of phishing, SMS, and voice text support themed attacks using the compromised information. 
The impacted users of any breach or compromise, while understandably focused on attempting to update their information, change passwords, cancel accounts, and other recovery activity, they must also be aware that they become prime targets for additional attacks to further compromise their systems and accounts. These users should be on high alert for additional malicious activity targeting them or their accounts and immediately suspicious of any email messages, texts, or cold calls offering assistance. Next, in the human risk management category, a recent survey of smartphone users revealed that, contrary to popular belief, robbery accounts for a small percentage of reasons that the devices go missing. Distraction or careless behaviors on the part of the device owners contribute significantly to the number of devices lost. In addition to the cost of replacement and potential to have sensitive information compromised, some respondents reported that they would engage in risky behaviors to recover the devices without the assistance of law enforcement. As smartphones continue to become more integrated into professional and personal lives, the practice of aggregating valuable and potentially sensitive data makes the loss of the device significant beyond the material cost of replacing the device itself. The best strategy against such losses continues to be the same as those for larger devices such as laptops, including strong passwords, encryption for stored data, and the like. Even if all these practices are followed, it seems that perhaps the best offense against the loss is to avoid using a smartphone when you are likely to be distracted. Laws are now in place to discourage one of the most dangerous scenarios, which is texting while driving a motor vehicle. Waiting to text while you order your morning latte might be prudent as well. Finally, in geopolitical news, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization Security General Anders Foe Rasmussen and the Russian Foreign Ministry used their Twitter accounts to take shots at each other last week as Rasmussen visited Warsaw and Russian President Putin made his first trip to Crimea since Russia's de facto annexation of the region. Russia's foreign ministry tweeted that Rasmussen was blind for not being able to see the withdrawal of Russian troops from Ukraine's border, to which Rasmussen replied that his vision was fine, but reiterated that he could see no sign of the purported pullback. Both sides are bracing for presidential elections scheduled for May 25th, following a referendum this past weekend in two pro-Russian eastern Ukrainian cities. The May 25th election may be postponed or canceled, as the situation is still highly fluid. In the post-Cold War era, NATO had begun to evolve into a multinational body that participated in military actions in many parts of the world, far from the North Atlantic. The Ukraine crisis is the most significant European conflict since the Bosnian War of the early 1990s and is centered in Eastern Europe, where NATO originally was conceived to function. It comes at a time when the treaty organization's members had begun scaling back military budgets in response to rising debt levels and changing geopolitical realities. Now, however, NATO allies and non-NATO neighbors may begin to rethink their mid-term calculus. Information warfare and cyber defenses are far cheaper and less politically perilous than conventional weapons. They also may be predisposed to quick escalation of conflicts and are possibly even more vulnerable to miscalculation, misunderstanding, and collateral damage than 20th century missiles and tanks. In the short term, tensions seem to spike as the May 25th presidential poll draws near. Information security specialists should watch for cyber attacks on familiar targets including government, military, and NATO websites. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening.
and stay safe. <laughs>